Ladies and gentlemen, you are now tuned in to the best podcast in the world, and we are here to give you greatness. Yidig, you're tuned in with the Green Ranger, the best in the world, in the sports age, you know you're in our world, when wrestling was real to me, real to me. When wrestling was real to me, the Green Ranger, the best in the world, in the Spontane, you know you're in our world. When wrestling was real to me, real to me, when wrestling was real to me. Cheer, 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 cheer. It's your boy, Anthony Fonte, holding down for fans that they don't want to be great. And you are now tuned in with When Wrestling Was Real to Me. You know what time it is. We're here doing it for the fans out there that want to be great all day, every day. You know it's your boy, Anthony Fonte, cheer, cheer, cheer. And I'm over here chilling with Mike Shane, aka the Green Ranger, aka Snake Bite, aka Mike the Hitman Party. It's good. It's your boy, the one and only best in the world, aka Game Boy. Let's go, man. What's going on, fellas? Man, it's been a minute, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Been going on with some things. Hey, what's going on, uh, man? To the side. What's good with you? What's going on, everybody? My name is Kamari Shields, aka the Total Package. That might be the first time you hear his name. I promise it won't be the last. Let's get started. Let's have some fun. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, so let's just let's get straight to it, man. Cause yeah. you know, uh, you know, we representing our boy, representing the hitman, aka Snakebite, man. What what's good, man? Let's let's talk about you know, hey, man. Let's let's yeah. how about how about I would like to do it like this, bro. All right. So, cause I'm just gonna throw it on you like this. So pause. So, 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 no, nobody's actually prepared how we're going to do this technically. So, this is how I would like to try to do this. Mike, I would like for you to walk us through, first of all, how you feel with everything that played out with the fight from start to finish or start to the uh the actually walk in because that pro- like ladies and gentlemen please check out <laughs> yeah, that yeah. promo video my brother has with the Bret Hart and, <laughs> and him side by side that John was actually even though I don't give a fuck about no Bret Hart fans but that John was hard that John I was like okay yeah you, yeah, he did that. Yeah, 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 he did that. He did that. You gotta check that out. That was fire. But I would like for you to take us from the the build up to the actual moment you're walking in to okay. the end fight and the results. And then I'm gonna throw it to my brother to give his to his opinion okay. about how he feels the epic mix was. All right. So where do I start? So let me just let me just say yeah, this. Physically, I'm okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm not hurt. Um, you don't got no Quasimodo eyes. No Quasimodo eyes. I'm still here. I'm still here. You, you know what I'm saying? I, you know, you survived. Um, I survived. And, and um, remember we talked about last episode, it didn't happen. So that's, you know, that's cool. Men- mentally, I'm getting better, man. Um, building, leading up to the fight was mentally exhausting. Um, I had a camp that didn't go the way I wanted it to go. Um, Battling just thoughts, you know what I'm saying. Um, I tore my Achilles uh, not even a year ago yet, and um, I was confident, I was cool, because um, I was able to move around well. But then when I got there, I started doubting things. I started doubting, like, all right, is my balance going to be good? Is my, my balance going to be okay? Um, 
again, I had a, a camp that I wish could have been better with my team in regards of um, training and manager and stuff like that. So, um, you know, I was just, I wasn't myself mentally. And then, you know, it was a moment, I'm just sitting there at the fights and um, I got my head down, I'm just staring off into whatever. And I look up and I see pink and black shirts. People just flexing at me, my bro Greg, Brandon Belcher, Joy, they all, um, King, you guys show up. And I started to calm down, you know what I mean? And I, and you guys don't know how much I appreciated that because again, I went through a lot of stuff this camp and um, the love that you guys showed, you guys came, dropped a prayer for me. Y'all don't even know, I, I cried like three times, you know what I'm saying? It's so I owe him a lot, man. So yes. you guys really, yeah. um, you know, it's the same. Rick Ross said in the song, you ever feel alone in a room full of friends? You got big dreams, but leaving suspense. And I was feeling alone. I was around people and I felt alone. Then when I saw y'all, y'all brought me back. You know what I'm saying? Looking out before the entrance, it was crazy. Just looking out. I had the most people there, the purple and black. It was crazy. And, and that really calmed me down. I was nervous at first. I'm like, damn, man, just questioning a lot of things. And um, again, just like you said, walking out of the ring, it was fire, man. Just seeing oh, you guys yeah. cheer for me, I ain't gonna lie. That really was like, all right, I'm gonna be all right, I'm gonna be okay. So, fight wise, though, um, you know, a lot of stuff could have been done different. I feel like on my part, in regard to just um, being a little gun shy, I'm not gonna lie. I started off great with a great jab, and I just felt like, all right, um, my balance is all the way there. This nigga was bigger and stronger than I thought he was. Mm -hmm. um, because, again, at the weigh-in, the weight class is 154. So at the weigh-in, I weighed in four pounds under. Yeah, I think so was I was 150. You was 150. So I, I feel like I'm a natural 147. You know what I'm saying? I think I moved up too high. I moved up a little bit too high for that weight class. And I felt his power early. You know what I mean? So I was just like, okay, I, I, I got to switch some stuff up because I don't want it to be like a... I don't want to get put down. Yeah. Yeah.。Yeah.。Yeah.。Yeah.。Yeah.。Yeah.。Yeah.。Yeah.。Yeah.。Yeah.。Yeah.。Yeah.。Yeah.。Yeah.。Yeah.。Yeah.。Yeah
with a with a uh, he was a cool guy. He came up to me. He said, "Yo, it was a split decision. It could have went either way. I would love to rematch with you." I was like, "All right." So we're talking about we're talking about rematch. Um, but if I don't, I'm definitely going to move down to 147. I feel like that's my weight class. Yeah, I'm more and more comfortable. And I just did, again 154. I just got to understand those are bigger people dropping down to 154. So I just felt I felt the power difference. They, they say there's weight classes for a reason. So I'm just weighing my options. Either I'm just going to just hit the hit the weights a little bit more and just stay 154, or just fight 147. I feel like I can fight 147 easy because again, use that weigh-ins. I was 150. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. So one quick question: have, Did you watch? Have you watched the fight back? I watched it over and over again. Okay. Yeah. How, just. I won't go, I won't be extra, but how many times have you watched the fight? Shit. I've been watching the fight since it happened. Okay. Um, losing sleep. I haven't, I haven't been able to sleep. I've been dreaming about it, but I've, I literally watched the fight every day. Okay. Yeah. Battle. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would just like to say this, ladies and gentlemen, it takes a real chance to put on the gloves and get in the ring just by itself. That's a lot of courage, you know what I'm saying? So just doing that, a lot of people that are fighters, they sit there and they say this, that, the third, shoulda, coulda, wouldas, yeah. but you don't understand the dynamics until you're actually in the ring. You don't understand the dynamics yeah. until you're under the lights, you know what I'm saying? So shout out to my brother right yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. He had to do what he had to do. He, he he told you some of his setbacks and he pushed forward. Yeah. So that's a lesson and that's inspirational for me. I feel like that's inspiration for us just doing the podcast. We started... You know what I'm saying? Now we're here. And we're just going to keep pushing forward. You know what I'm saying? So we already here. It's your boy. You know what I'm saying? Love was crazy. They was like, yo, some white guys like, yo, that was the best interest I've seen in boxing. Please keep it up. I was like, let's go. You know what I'm saying? Again, it was just love, man. You guys, I just... It was love, man. Shit. It was definitely... It was definitely an epic experience for myself. I can only speak for myself by saying... It was an epic experience because that was the first time I actually went to a live boxing match. Okay, okay. So to actually see like the amateur fights were actually pretty cool. Yeah. Like checking that out. The kids were getting in. Yo, the yeah, yeah. The kids were spreading. Yeah, they, yo, they get busy. Yo, shout out to those kids that were getting busy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because some some actually had the 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 heart of a lion and the eye of a tiger when they were throwing them hands. Yeah, and, yeah, And yeah. some were were. They got caught under the mic, so exactly. I definitely want to shout out those kids, yes, man. And to oh, my bad, MBJ, oh, yeah. shout out MBJ and um, uh, what's their business? What's their promotion? And their promotional business. Um, they're the one that threw the fight. Greg Pritchett. He was very. He, that's he threw a show, so it was a great event, and um, I appreciate the love, and I definitely will be back with you guys. Yeah, cheer, oh, cheer, cheer. Oh, and, the, and the food was good there too, man. Yeah, the food. Yeah, the food. Yeah. yeah. What y'all eat? It was stew chicken. I had stew chicken. I had a pepper steak. It was basically almost like curry, but it was good. I, I'm sorry we forgot we didn't get y'all names, and that's actually disrespectful on our part. And I actually take ownership on that one. That's on me, but definitely want to shout y'all out who who was rocking the concession stand at that night at the fight. Was it Ghost Club? Newark, Delaware. Yeah, yeah, listen, that that food was straight fire. Y'all y'all did the damn thing. Y'all definitely gotta do more events. Strict, right? strict. It's called strictly biz promotion. So, right. Um, it was a great event. I appreciate it, man. It was love. It was fire. How they yeah. did it, man. It was definitely yeah, definitely lit. That that. So for me, like I said, I would say I the only thing where it it is one of those things where 
you watch it. So we watch fights. Yeah, we yeah, watch fights together. before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've watched fights before, and we're like, nigga, why don't you do that? Yeah, yeah, why yeah, don't yeah, you yeah. do that? So it's even. It's that was the first weird experience for me, where it's <laughs> like you're trying to tell your boy to do something, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I and it's that. like at the same time, it's like, but it's your boy, and you're not in that position, yeah. so it's like you can't tell him what to do yeah. because he's locked in on the door. Yeah. But I just wish Mike just threw that right a little bit yeah. more because yeah. he might has so many opportunities open yeah, opportunities yeah. where he could have just dropped his fool. But yeah. respect to the man yeah. that, you know what I mean, but Mike had your ass, bro. I don't care. I don't care yeah. what the reference nah, said. And, uh, I don't care what the judge said. Mike right. had yeah. your ass. If Mike <laughs> threw the right, your ass was cooked. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You were yeah. done. And that, that's the Whatever. part, that's the part why, why I lose my sleep at. Because I'm just like, I think it was more just caught in a moment. Yeah, I, I respect that. And it's just respect. like, all right, the right's there. Fucking throw it. So right. then I'm trying to find this thing. And then it's just like, my body just was like, no. And that's no. why I said I can't. So it's like, yeah. but not even as me. Bad. Even as me, though, it's like, outside looking in, we watch the, we all watch fights together. We tell the niggas, do it, do it. But actually being in there, I, I, I Adrian Brown is a fighter I'm always hard on. It's like, he don't throw enough punches. And just being in there and having a, taste of that medicine it was just like i can't really you know what i'm saying be mad i can't really like, like it's just getting it's, it's, it's a difference between getting in there and actually watching tv and all that shit but it comes with the sport though come through right. so again I, I get you guys was saying throw the right and i'm yelling at myself throw the fucking right you know what i'm saying but i just could not find it and um, I wasn't willing to take that risk of what I'm calling it. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. oh, yeah. um, I just might have been on the ground and we didn't want yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't want that at all. Especially, <laughs> again, <laughs> it, it was it, But yo, I didn't want that at all. No, 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 no. Top three moments of my life, I'm not going to lie. Um, it was epic. It feels good to just do something as a kid that you said you wanted to do and actually go through it. So that just, I was in the moment, I'm not gonna lie, especially when y'all, I, I literally heard all of y'all. I heard you, I heard you, I heard my mom, I heard my brother, I, can, I didn't even hear my corner. I heard y'all and I'm just like, holy fuck, this is really happening, you know what I'm saying? So it was definitely a, 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 a amazing experience. I'll never forget this, man. And uh, whatever y'all need, Kamari, any of y'all, I'm there. You know what I'm saying? Cause that just, again, I was so, Emotional dog, cause we're know, family. We're family. That's what happened. Listen, right. I can even speak on it for my thing. So, like Keenan said, this was the first time I've ever been to a live event. Right. So it was definitely good. Definitely like the amateur fights. I even saw a couple of my friends where they're seeing another fight. So it was all good. Mike did an incredible job. I do have a bone to pick with y'all uh -oh. because, like Mike said, everybody's there in their in their shirts. Yo, they no <laughs> one got me a shirt, and I'm just sitting there as odd man. I don't like. Damn, they don't love me. That's crazy. I dropped the ball because he fought Keenan. They reached out for me for that. I dropped the ball on that because I have. I even have your shirt and left in the goddamn house. Damn. Yeah. So. So niggas really don't love me. That's crazy. No, 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 no. Someone looked out for me and everyone was like, "Nah, it's cool." I'm saying that your shirt is crazy. Nobody loves me. Yo, real, real rap. I didn't even know he was coming. So when they, so when they told me it was coming, wow. So we're just going act like we didn't have a conversation. We all going up, right? No, yeah, exactly. But no, I have. I made a list for everyone to take it. And I, I really, I really didn't have your name on there. So I was like, fuck. Okay, as soon as Keenan told me, I said. 
fuck? Uh, and then that was my conversation with Ross. I gotta get Kamari's shirt because I didn't know he was coming. If he was able to come or not for the VIP, and that, that I have your shirt. I just that night I just didn't bring it because I just I, I hold a lot of people's shirts also. But yeah, it's all right. It's yeah. cool. But I saw everybody else walking in like, damn, they got a shirt. Damn! They got a shirt. Yeah. Damn! <laughs> they got a shirt. Damn! That was crazy, yeah, man. But nah, I appreciate y'all, man. I appreciate y'all. I appreciate you telling how you really feel. <laughs> nah, it's real. I, I can't even. Nah, when real. it's real to you. <laughs> See, I, 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 I don't even feel like I deserve to hold the belts. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Nobody loves me. I wanted to hold it right. My my vision that was the plan. episode was to be yeah, was a walk in with like that. Nah, Mike. At this point, you know you gotta get your own. Then I know. Sure. Sure. Not, I'm not gonna go. I gotta get mine too. So we'll do that a different day. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Shit, 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 shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm We're not gonna focus on that. We're gonna talk about these current events that's going on. I'm gonna let my brother start it off with the current events. What's going on in your world, bro? Shit, 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 it's your boy Ant-Man Fontaine holding down with the fans out there. And you know, I'm a little excited, ladies and gentlemen, because we just had WWE Crown Jewel and Logan Paul actually beat Rey Mysterio for the United States Championship. So, you know, it's just kind of, it's just kind of, uh, it's weird for me just to understand this whole fact that Logan Paul is actually adapting to this wrestling game. I didn't personally think that he was going to be able to do it, but he shut me up. He actually did some pretty exciting things during his matches. Like, he, he's had, like, eight, and they've all been pretty decent. He's yeah, the United States champion right now. I want to see maybe a little bit later. He might even be on Fahrenheit 2020. You know what I'm saying? Just a little bit later. What if Logan Paul is a WWE champion? That would be beyond crazy to me, and I can't see it. But now that he got the United States championship, we can now see Triple H's Pushing forward, they're pushing them. You know what I'm saying? I, I can see it. And then what if his brother came in? They became tag team champs. Like, no, 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 they was both doing their own thing, yeah. and then they both became boxers. And they both, they became were both boxers. doing things together. Then they did their own yeah, thing. And, and my them. problem with that is his brother does not support his career like Logan does for him. Like it's a problem. I, I wouldn't either. Though. I mean, Jake is Jake is Jake. I feel like is better off than Logan. And Logan just needs uh, like, That does not Joe. mean you diss your brother while he's out here working, though. Listen, Jake. Yeah, Logan's bigger than Jake. Logan's bigger than Jake. Logan's always been bigger than Jake. But Logan gave Jake his props when he's boxing. But Jake will try and sneak this and, like, you're not that great a wrestler. That's a problem. Logan is worldwide. I feel like he's bigger, bro. I feel like he's bigger. Logan's way bigger. I feel like Jake started off as a Disney star. They both were Vine stars to YouTube stars, but they were on Disney, and Jake is the weakest link there. He's the one with the most controversy around It's separate, bro. You can't can't compare both. Like, Jake on him, yeah. Like, I feel like I can see Jake Paul going to, like, a WrestleMania as, like, a celebrity to help his brother out, but in regards of Winning a belt or competing at that level, I mean, part of the way. The only thing Jake would work as is as a heel because it's already what he's doing. Yeah, well, yeah, and it's like a manager or some shit. Like, but in regards of 
tag team belts winning. No, I don't see that, bro. What I will say is time will tell. So just time stamp yeah. this episode. And if it does happen, <laughs> I'm going to be like, remember when you said that it's going to happen? And I'm going to be like, listen, for me, like Keenan said, whispered, I saw that coming. It's it was predictable. It's I saw that weird. when he fought the boy, Dylan. Um, Dan just when he fought him in that boxing match, literally after that match, he promoted Ray Mysterio. I said he's gonna win the belt. Uh, literally, and it was like, uh, hey, Ray Mysterio. So, so, I'm like, he's gonna win the belt. He's gonna win the belt, right? As soon um, as he gets yeah, the promo. But um, I like I like Logan Paul, man. I can't I can't even hate on the guy. Um, he's he reminds me of myself in regards of being fearless and pursuing everything he wants to pursue. He's doing wrestling, he's doing boxing, he's doing he's doing a podcast. Podcast. He got that drink that's like crap. He has that he Whoa, let's not talk about that. That drink right now is not relax. Prime's under review right now. Stop it. It's not the No. My son for the children. All right. And then you have something on your nose right there. Oh, God, God. You got that prime. I, I, I said it's bad for the children. That message is bad. But listen, it's, it has I, a lot of I, I feel you, though. I, I, like, I like Logan Paul. I like what he's doing. Uh, I feel like he's going to be a, a champ. I can, I can see that. I can see him being a champ one, one day. Not anytime soon. But if he sticks with it, that's, that's the same. my biggest thing. Yeah. It's, it's consistent. It's consistent. consistent. Being consistent yeah. If he's consistent enough, I definitely see it. He has it. He he literally has it, bro. And um, it just like you say, it just depends on the consistency, and that that would determine mm-hmm. if he'll be separate. He he said it came out said he retired from boxing altogether just to focus on WWE. He just came he out his world. I mean, he's not. Well, he's not really a good boxer to me. You know what I mean? He's um, not. He's not. But like, when he's not really season, good boxer. To, and then essentially, movie. what he can get with the WWE, he, he can get, get him, but like. He will get more with WWE than he will get with boxing. Yeah. WWE yeah. basically works the same way like when it was on YouTube. This is his platform now. Yeah. And because as a former YouTube star, he knows how to work an audience, this is perfect yep, for him. It's easy. And, it's they, easy. and it looks like they're giving him full control of his career in regards to um, wrestling. Like, I feel like Triple H is like, yo. I'm sorry, but I'm 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 going to be the bearer of bad news. Now, I do like how he has been going so far. All right, bad news, Barrett. But whatever, his match has been, his, his oh. outcome's been <laughs> shitty. Because now it's almost the same thing where every match he's had, somebody's come out of his crew. Now, for all that, you might as well have just them cats come out as his crew when he's doing these promos. Because it just seemed dumb as hell where he has these matches and then where with the one boxing dude, SNK, yeah, SNK, Pop Day, I don't, I don't give a damn about I don't care about this. I don't care. I don't. I don't. I'm old man. I'm old man on the porch. I don't give a damn. Right. He came out on two matches so far. Of Logan Paul's eight matches, he's come out on two matches. He's had his people from his podcast come out on this match. He's had other random ass people come out on his matches so that's the only thing where it's like i'd rather if anything if you're going to have these people already have it built up with them in it don't because the randomness is getting corny now like i don't like 
things are being predicted. WWE, I love you, man. But y'all damn, that whole pay-per-view is predictable. I predicted every match except for uh, Solo and Cena. Because I I just didn't think they were going to let Solo beat the dog shit out of Cena again. My thing is like... He, he did. He did I saw someone say it was amazing how, how um, John Cena helped Brandon Solo up by letting him do that to him. But really I just don't... I'm not... I don't feel him. So I don't feel so, him at all. It didn't matter. Like, Solo beating Cena was not like... Yeah, it wasn't That like shining that. moment yeah. it would have been like maybe five years ago, possibly three years ago. It was just like when Austin Theory beat John Cena. Guess what? Nobody gives a damn. It means nothing. Yeah. So with Solo beating Cena, nobody yeah, gives I, a damn. Like, yeah. It means nothing. Oh, it does? Like, it meant something? I feel like it does. Just a simple fact that John Cena's had a 20-year beef with his the, with the bloodline, basically. He, so it's like he's the last one of the bloodline. He went against Rocky. I get that. He right. goes against Umaga. Well, Roman's already going, though. I understand, but it's still him and The Rock. It's just he's one of the people that it is good to see. It's not beef no more with The Rock, though. But he's part of the family. He's part of the he's family. Part of John the family. Cena's had a 20-year yes. beef with that family. So mm -hmm. it's good to see Soul's Cold being like the last one. And John Cena still has. Like, he's not letting that beef go. I felt that I felt that energy. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I felt that energy. You know what I'm saying? I just don't feel like so he's that guy to So Sakola. We're gonna talk about him later today. I just don't feel like I'm not feeling Sakola. I know I know we're gonna talk about Sakola later on today. I got you later. Alright, so for me, as far as current events today, I'm gonna have my brother Mike take it home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, as far as current events, the fact that I said this dude was the greatest heel of all time. And the fact, oh, shit. for me, <laughs> it kills me where some people, you just got to go away. I understand that for some people, wrestling is a drug and it's addictive. Right? I mean, we're, we're young, and so we, didn't, we weren't doing this 365 days out of the year. The fact that Rick F. and Flair... Signed the AEW multi million deal, multi year deal, mm -hmm. multi year deal. Meaning, like, mind you, Sting's old behind is done in twenty twenty four. So, what the hell are you gonna do with Ric Flair with at AEW, bro? Like, it, Ric Flair, I love you, bro. Let it go. Like, you've been doing your podcast, and I guess the podcast ain't with, you know, I mean, your cup of tea, but Flair, like, it's, wrestling's not it. And the fact that AEW grabs you up because they're so desperate fools, and they're about to sit up there and do nothing with you besides make you look like an ass pound, and I promise you, he's going to have a match. Yeah, I mean, I feel you. Trash. I feel you. But the, you said that you made a key point. He's been doing this for 300 years. That's Pretty all he much, knows. Really. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's all he knows. That's all he knows. It's all like, he knows. I, I get the addiction. Can he get the check, please? Not even the check. I don't even think yeah. he cares about the check. I think he is just, that's his, that's what he knows, bro. Sometimes I see people that used to fight, even boxers or anything, um, veteran, military veterans, they fall in this slump because it's just like they can't do you know what I mean that's all they know all they know is what they know so you know what I'm saying Bro. so just that's how you get old when you just sit down 
and do nothing. That's when your age starts no. I just like that's just like Jordan all of a sudden saying, you know what? He's a little young Thundercats. It's not pissing me off. Yeah, and the rules are loose now. I know what you're so saying. you know what? Maybe he could come back for the entertainment purpose, like for a promo, be a manager or something. But like you said, wrestling wise, yeah, it's a dub. Like you, you're gonna hurt yourself. But again, you, it's hard to tell someone that when that's all they know. Because he, James fucking Tony, the boxer, he's a hundred years old, so he fought yesterday. And I'm just like, why are you still fighting, bro? But again, as a fighter, you know, as a come. Competitor or the athlete sometimes that's just how you feel you feel alive man he just i just think he's just trying to stay alive because the moment you sit down and do nothing especially when you're older that's when you die bro that's just how i feel that's when you die bro when they say uh Rick Flair is with AEW. He was my part in the background. Yeah, like, yeah oh like, like, when i saw when i read that i just said i just said Rick, all right they don't mean nothing well, yeah. Did it mean something to you? I ain't gonna lie, I'm not a hater. I don't have a problem with him doing what he gotta do, you know what I'm saying? And so, like, me personally, so me personally. I think it's concerned. I don't think he's hating. It's just like, I'm not a hater. I'm not a hater. He, 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 can, he can do what he wants to do, and he's old. He's not gonna be able to do nothing, but he's still getting, he's getting a, 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 a check. You know what I mean? He's getting a check, so, you know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not mad about it. And he's an icon, and that's how he wants to go out. I'm pretty sure he's, he's had health issues. Yeah. He's getting older. It's like if he wants to go out there and he wants to do his thing and his name's still going to push forward, then let him rock. Like, it is what it is. Like, I don't think it's a problem. I think both. I think it's a problem. I think both y'all takes. It's like, but like you said, I, I, me personally, I feel like that's how people, his age, Stay alive. You sit. You sit around. You die, man. You turn old and you die. So maybe he just wanted to feel alive. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Well, what's going on with your mind since you know? Well, my current event. You know, um, I'm a huge movie fan. I love movies. I love wild picks. And the Iron Claw dropped another trailer. It drops um, December twenty second. We in there. We in there. We all in there because um. I've always been intrigued by the story, the Brian Air story. Um, there's bad luck, and then it's just their family. Like, Jesus Christ. It's just, I feel like they're, they're cursed, bro. So, the movie is just based on um, triumph and overcoming and breaking generational curses. But it's just like, their story, bro, have, has always caught my attention because it seems like a fucking horror flick. You know what I mean? It's just like, bad luck after bad luck. It's just like, nah. These people are cursed, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so, bro. Zach Efron's playing in it. Um, the kid from um, Shameless. Shameless is playing in it. I feel like this movie's gonna like get some award, Joe. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? Because again, that this this is a story you gotta bring to life. You know, the rest of the community's yeah, coming out. It's coming out, one. and um, again, they keep dropping these trailers, and I'm just like, yo. We got we in there. So the Iron Claw drop drops December twenty second, okay. and um, that's my current event because I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm going to see it. I'm a huge fan of the biopics, and of course we love wrestling. So um, I, I'm just want I just want to see what they're doing with this. I, I feel like I feel like they did their homework on it. Your boy from AEW. Um, the young the youngin, the champ now. He's uh, MGF. MGF is the dad. 
Yeah, yeah. he's Vern. He's um Vern. What's his name? He plays Lance. He plays Lance. So hey. it was just the fact that he's in there with that caliber of actors. I'm, 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 you know what I mean? I'm for it. I'm going to shit. Yeah, so, but we in there, though. Yeah, exactly. As soon as the drop, we in there, we're going to give our review on it. But that's my current event. I'm really excited for this movie, though. And I want to talk about real quick. I'm actually hyped that we are actually going to our wrestling event together. Yeah. When we go December 3rd to the Bob, man, like, that drama's actually going to be pretty epic, too, where I'm just glad that we're going to as brothers, we're going to be going to a, an event. Yeah, no, we're, 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 pushing, we're pushing our platform. We're, yeah. It's, it's, it's time. That's going to be dope. Yeah, we're going to be at the bar, baby. Yeah. Wrestling room, we're going to be at the bar. Yeah, yeah, we're going to be doing our thing, man. So, oh, y'all just be on the lookout. We, we really pushing it. We're pushing it. Absolutely. Yeah. But so somebody don't feel left out, total package. What is your current event as well, brother? So my current events is going on right now. As some people know, I help produce a couple of different podcasts. Some for my professor, I produce one here. But what y'all don't know is behind the scenes, I've been starting to work on my own personal podcast. Nice. Um, so what we're going to do within the coming weeks, I'm going to have uh, the When Wrestling Was Real Me crew on for one of the episodes. And I will let everyone know once I put that out. So Just, what's the name of your podcast? So the name of my podcast is called Mare's Marks. My dad was the one who came up with the name. And the reason why it's called that is it's going to be kind of interview-based. So some questions are going to be just, you know, asking regular questions. And some of them is just going to be conversational. Just because my Bob always said I can speak the King's English and I have the gift of gab. So now it's time for me to start showing my proficiency in it. So when it's time, I can't wait to have you guys on. I will send everyone the links for it. So just looking forward to that. So what are you going to be speaking on in regards of like top? Like, is going to be um, it's going to be a little bit of everything. So some things are going to be what I specialize in for tech. Some of it will be just, you know, daily conversation and stuff that's going on. And it's just going to be based on the person I'm interviewing. Okay. Sometimes it'll be like a friendly conversation. Sometimes it'll be a little bit more in depth. I'm not putting myself in one box because there's so many things you can talk about. Yeah. And sometimes you don't know what it is until the person sitting right in front of you. Man, we, so, so that's what's going on right now with the crew. So I want to make sure that uh, I give my brother this special personal spotlight because this is my brother's segment. Chit, 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 chit. It's your boy, Edmund Forte. All day, every day. I have a little segment that I want to shout out all the younger generational talents. It's going to be called Fahrenheit 2020. So check this. I basically just want to talk about all the different upcoming wrestlers and wrestlers that started their careers after the year 2020. We all know about The Rock. We don't know about Triple H. We don't know about Austin, et cetera, et cetera. But we continuously talk about it because that's what wrestling was real to us. But we also never know the next upcoming future stars. I could sit there and be like, when the Wyatt family dropped, I didn't know what they were going to turn into. I didn't know what the Shield was going to turn into. I didn't know what Daniel Bryan was going to turn into. All these wrestlers had to start somewhere. Shit, I didn't know what John Cena was going to turn into. <laughs> I know what they ever told me John Cena was going to be John Cena. They're like what he is, but they all had to start somewhere. So I wanted to take the time to start talking about wrestlers that actually started in 2020. Because for, for what you know, 10 years from now, they could be on top of the game. They could be the next whoever's getting pushed. You know what I'm saying? 
So, I just wanted to uh, start this segment out, and since we were talking about Sosakoa, I think he's a perfect person to start with. You know what I'm saying? Sola Sokoa, you know what I mean? Represent the bloodline, che che che. You know what I'm talking about. Shout out to Roman Reigns. You know what I'm saying, put your fingers in the air. You know what I mean. We don't rock with main event Jey Uso no more. He got the bloodline. But with that being said, <laughs> so Sokoa, he came in there. I think his debut was Halloween Havoc. I think that was in August. That's his debut. He comes out there looking all mean. You know what I'm saying? I think. Well, Grayson Waller and that fool L.A. Knight were talking trash to each other. He just comes out there. Seven days later, I believe he wins his first title, NXT North American Championship. You know what I mean? That's, that's seven days. But Shawn Michaels, my boy, he had to sit there and be a little punk, and he took the belt away. And I was mad. I didn't understand it. But there's a reason for the madness, ladies and gentlemen. And, of course, they brought Sosakoa up. So Zakola has been a prominent member in the in the bloodline, and he's a the Ionoa family bloodline. His his middle name is Yokozuna. You know what I'm saying? We represent Yokozuna. Last name five two. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, you know what I'm saying? I know that. His dad's Rakishi, Uncle Umaga. You know what I'm saying? But uh, he's definitely been a factor in the bloodline. The brother of the Usos. The brother of the Usos. Thank you, brother. He, he, he's the youngest one, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's been a, a major factor in uh, the bloodline and the current WWE storyline. Um, I will say one of the biggest impacts that I will say that he's had with the bloodline is saving, saving Roman Reigns from losing that heavyweight title at WrestleMania. Oh my god. <laughs> I'll let that WrestleMania go. Yo, know, listen. I didn't, oh listen, listen, uh, They brought Cody back. This is this for the fans out there. They brought Cody back. You know, saying Cody wins the Royal Rumble. They have this big push on Cody. And I'm just like, Cody's not gonna win. Cody's not gonna win. Cody's not gonna win. And then they drop WWE uh twenty three, two K twenty three. Okay? In that commercial, then it was like, hey, you know what? There's time for a change. And it shows Cody there. And I'm like, well, they wouldn't push this, push him on this video game if he's not going to become the champion. So, you know, they both come out there. During the match, Sosa Cole gets sent out. And I'm like, okay, Sosa Cole got sent out. He, he might, Cody might actually pull this off. At the very end of the match, ladies and gentlemen, dun, 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 finish him. Sosko comes back in there and takes out Cody Rhodes. And you know what? Lines him up for Roman Reigns to take him out. And now we still have the undisputed champion. You know what I'm saying? And that's that. that, 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 that thanks to Sosakoa. You didn't see that coming? I didn't see that coming. Oh, my. Look, 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 I like Solo because he reminds me of, of Umaga. Umaga was dope. Umaga's underrated too. Super underrated. Because Umaga, he was the he was the culmination of Rikishi and Yokozuna basically put together. 
how he fought because he used that that rum shaker, and then he used that uh, that hey. um that no relax don't don't, don't. I did. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he called it. Whatever. I'm not I'm not talking for mango on here, but anyway. Yeah, he was like, you know, he was like the mix. Like, Umaga was, really was that dude. And for real, for real, he was one of the people that should have beat John Cena, too. That's why I hate John Cena, because John Cena beat so many people that he had no reason beating. Or even if Umaga. or even if he beat them, they should have beat him at one point. For the belt at that. But he just, he got so many fake ones. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel, feel that way about Triple H, too, because... He's got like a whole bunch of wins and it's like I agree. He should somebody should beat him, but Sting should beat him at Sting should have beat him. Yeah, hard, bro. Sting has because 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 Sting oh. was always bigger than him, even when oh, they yes. were younger. Yes, yes. And he, yes. like when they were younger, he was bigger than he was bigger than him starting off. But I feel like Triple H became bigger than Sting. I think, That's yeah, Triple H was on the same level as Sting in two thousands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's in two thousands, he was on the same level. No, the nineties Sting got Sting that. You got that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But in the two thousands, Triple H was definitely on the same level as, as Sting by yeah. then, if not bigger. Yeah. And then, and then, but she's still, I don't care, bro. Because Triple H beat every WCW star that came in. He beat Booker T. Booker T. He beat Goldberg. He beat Scott Steiner. He beat Kevin Nash. I mean, Hogan is like the only one that pretty much that was a WCW big star that actually beat Triple H. But he eventually got the dub back, but it was worth nothing. But we had to settle for King Booker. Hey, whatever, King Booker. Nah, dog. Nah, King Booker. I like that. Yo, I like that. I like the, can you dig it, sucker, Booker T. I want him to win with that little, stop that. Nah, oh, nah, hell. Yeah. King Booker. King Booker. King Booker. King Booker. King Booker. Booker T would take King Booker over all me, uh, Booker T. Hell yeah. He can't dig yeah. it, sucker! Nah, yo. Yo, uh, Queen Charmel. Yeah. Man, you can't dig it. fire, bro. Oh, Hell my, yeah. I know I'm not crazy like you don't miss before. But yeah, yeah. try it. <laughs> so, since we're bringing up uh, superstars of WCW, a ring announcer, go ahead and hit us with our segment right here sir so as the best in the world just said since we're talking about the different superstars of the day gentlemen i would like to ask you who is your favorite superstar from the wcw era uh we are going to start with mike since you know right now is your episode i don't know why you guys even did it to yourself and asked me who the best um, WCW superstar was? Nigga, are you serious? Oh my God! You're not in here. You got to get in there. And that's garbage. 
As he was in WWE over there, you know, there was some haters that, you know, they, they ain't really, they ain't really have it for him like that. But I'm going with Bret Hart. I'm WCW guy. Wherever Bret going, I'm going. So, oh, there you go. you want. Come on, bring it. Oh, I'm waiting. Man, well, I mean, I will say this, man. Since we, since oh, that is your no. favorite superstar <laughs> of WCW. It only made sense that he yeah. technically ended his career in WCW. Because since you want to break down Goldberg, hit him with that spear. Don't leave out Goldberg hit him with that super kick. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, hey. You know, that's what happened. You know, unprofessional people, you know what I'm saying? Bill <laughs> you know, Goldberg was a terrible wrestler. And he again, is. You know, he is. That, that's the first oh, you pay working with trash wrestlers. No, no, no. But, no. <laughs> I respect that, man. I remember when um WC, when he went to WCW and WCW Thunder came out for PlayStation. That's why I got it because Bret Hart was in it. Oh, yeah, Bret Hart is not garbage. You got that game was trash. <laughs> Bret Hart was in it. Oh <laughs> um, man. We ride together, you yeah. die together, yes, bad oh, boy for life. No. Yes, sir. Remember Brent going to Bond and oh, my no. favorite superstar at WCW. No, no, no. All right, then. Brother. Mr. Austin, uh, your your pick, please. I'm going I'm I'm to throw it to my brother, Pauls, and see what he got. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to see what my brother got to say about that. Oh. Y'all want to pause for continuity? No, no. 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 Um, I'm kind of torn, to be honest with you, brother. I'm torn, you know, because I want to sit here and say, Hoover Trooper, you know, because I was always rocking Hoover. I ain't gonna lie, back in the day, I was always rocking Hoover Trooper, and that was my boy. I have to say, as far as like the WCW persona where they were just like, okay, I'm being just strictly WCW and they wouldn't go to the NWO and it was just like that WCW. I gotta say Don Dallas Page. I'm like, I'm not gonna like not Don Dallas Page, bro. And Don Dallas Page was doing this thing. And one of my one of my favorite uh robberies I actually like was Don Dallas Page versus Macho Man Randy Savage. That was that's probably I don't give a damn about Hogan and Sting like that. For me, for real, for real, uh Diamond Dallas Page and Macho Man was the best. WCW rivalry of all, and they both had their ladies with them. And what's her face was the uh, was the was the was the Nitro girl. Yeah. 
Kimberly. Kimberly. Kimberly was a nice little girl, and then him and her down 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 says Paige got together, and then Miss Elizabeth was always rocking with. Yeah, and so I like I like that. I like that. Uh, I like Don Dallas Page as far as judges strictly WCW. I agree. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, I, I'm not gonna sit here and act like I ain't gonna represent with the juice. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> the juice is the juice. Yo, and I also and I also honorable mention. I'm I'm, I'm to be an extra now, but I gotta say honorable mention. I gotta say Ultimate Dragon. I was Ultimate really on Ultimate Dragon, Dragon was too. Was WCW, I was really on Ultimate Dragon, so Ultimate Dragon. Fire. Hoovy had the juice. He was hit you with that 450 slam and the Hoovy yeah. driver. He was fire. So the 450 splash. I I really did like Diamond Dallas Page. I was I'm not going front. That was actually going to be the one I was actually going to go with at first because Diamond Dallas Page was actually pretty fucking dope. Like I love the fact that he because Randy Orton he does match the RKO even though it's essentially the same move or whatever, but. I, for me, it's like. <laughs> yo! I need to do that For me, it's like, yo, the fact that he was catching people with the diamond cutters out of, out of nowhere, too. Especially the one where he did with Goldberg. When Goldberg was shot at him with the Jack Sleeper and, and got him out of nowhere, bro. I, I love that diamond cutter. It's me. It's me. It's DGP. Yeah. You know, it's crazy because back in the day, did the, uh, the, uh, that was one of my favorite characters uh, back in the day when we used to play uh, WCW versus NWO yeah. Revenge. When well, you got character. the special, you could sit there and you could... Uh, do the diamond cutter from the turnbuckle. You used to do the running one. You used to pop them up and do the diamond that's cutter. That's what I was talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was talking about. Um, WCW Nitro, I like when I picked them. You picked them, they had their promos and they would talk. They would talk. But that's what he was with the He would be like, it's me. It's me. It's GGP. He go, ah. He's like, I remember that one. WCW game except for of World Tour and Revenge, Revenge. were the best yeah, ones. The thing that was Every other one was garbage. Was, was when um, you could get put in the Scorpion Deathlock and anywhere in the ring is automatic L. Like you could be against the ropes and you can hand me right in there. You won't get a rope break or nothing. <laughs> Like my dad would put me in the figure four. I'm right on the turnbuckle like this. 
So for me, we already brought this man up just because like there was really I, I, I love EDP. So like I'm not going to take my brothers, but the next best thing for me after EDP <laughs> is the Pause. only. The camera went out. So that's oh. what I'm saying. Pause. Thank so hold on. So for me, um, DDP is a great choice. That's why I'm not going to take that choice from my brother because that was actually pretty epic. But the next best thing for me is going to go with the five time, the five time. Five term, the five term WCW champion, Booker T. I mean, for me, who else was they pushing like that? They weren't pushing, they were pushing old white dudes, but there was this one black man who was actually Facts. putting in the work. Facts. And they were like, yeah, we gotta actually stop playing with you, dog. You, we wanna split you from your brother. We wanna start, we wanna, yeah, Harley, one of the greatest WCW tag teams of all time. They, they split up Harley Heat. They had Booker T do his thing. He was a multi-time television champion. He had that deal. crazy uh, series with Chris Benoit, yeah, seven-seven match, and that's where just matches like that. First of all, they didn't have best of seven matches, mm-hmm. period. And they had one with Booker T and Chris Benoit. Now, granted, you know, we're going to talk about uh, Chris Benoit because he don't need to be talked about. Why? He was a good wrestler. Yeah. We'll see that. We'll save that for one of your no, I'm not going to talk about it anymore. But Booker T, yo, he can put on classic <laughs> matches, though. And the fact that hey, yo, I, when WCW died, he was the last champion, nobody can take that away from him. That, that's always going to be in the books. If Booker T was the last, the last WCW, WCW champion. champion. And for me, that's my favorite WCW superstar of all time. I, I can dig that. I can dig that. Yeah. Brett wasn't going there. I'll probably come back too. They had a match together too. Yeah. Who won that match? I don't remember. <laughs> 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 yeah, makes sense. It makes sense. All right then. Well, with that said, we're gonna move on to our next segment. Now, for all of us wrestling fans, we know what the bread and butter is. We know what the big time is, and that is the pay per view, the main events. So, gentlemen, our next question is, what is your favorite all-time pay-per-view? And this time we are going to start with the Ant-Man. My favorite pay-per-view, ladies and gentlemen, is I'm, I'm, I'm biased, and I've already spoken about this, but I'm still going to have to go back to WrestleMania 33. WrestleMania 33 to me was just beyond epic. Again, I was there live. Um, I got to see. It was the first. It was. It was. It was six. It was six hours. It was six hours. Okay. I got to see Shane McMahon versus AJ Styles. I got to see 
uh, Brock Lesnar versus Goldberg. Brock Lesnar gets the belt. I got to see the Hardy Boys come back, which was one of the loudest okay, sounds yeah, yeah, I have I have ever heard in my life. Yeah, that yeah. is one of the loudest. And, and, and I, 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 even though they won the belts that night, I was mad because I wanted Enzo and Cass to win. Because Enzo and Cass at the time, they were doing what they got to do. You got to see Triple H versus Seth Rollins. I got to see Naomi win the the her first championship. And she's for Orlando in the six-man SmackDown match, a uh, women's title. I got to see the four uh, uh, Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, Sasha Banks match. That was epic. Um, I got to see Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt. I got to see Roman Reigns versus The Taker. You know what I'm saying? Like it was, it was a good pay-per-view. It was long, and it was in Florida. And it was the best weather. We were outside chilling. It was seventy-five thousand people. I was there. That's that's my favorite pay-per-view of all time, ladies and gentlemen. I, hands down, I, I just gotta say it. I love that. I hate that pay-per-view. The new day was the new day was the the new day was the was the announcers. That was a now, good one. Is it because you was there, or is it because it was good? It was good. It was because he was there. It was there. It was because he was there. It was good because he was there. It was a good one, bro. No. I'm not sleeping on that one. And I mean, now, bro, it was a good pay per view, but I just was wondering if you st stuck between because you was there. Or, or, I said I'm biased, but I, I, that's my favorite, man. I was, I was there. Like I said, now nowadays, ladies and gentlemen, this they went viral on, right? Yes, this is what I went viral on. <laughs> now, ladies and gentlemen, they be doing, they be doing, right. they be doing. Uh, <laughs> Now, ladies and gentlemen, they, they, they split the they split the WrestleManias up into two parts. Now, this is the very last one where it was just straight WrestleMania. And like I said, when you're in Florida and you got that good A-class weather, and you just outside with seventy-five thousand wrestling fans, you know what I mean? That whole experience was just it was just epic. You can't I can't you can't replicate that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I'm not, it was the one with the real him, so I'm not going to be an asshole. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Don't be, haters are always going to hate me. But that Jeremy. card was absolutely trash. They told me he was going to say that, but haters are always going <laughs> to yeah. hate, you know what I'm saying? The best hater in the world is right over there. That's what he claims his name so, is. like Undertaker beat, losing the Roman Reigns was garbage. Well, that well, well. That was garbage. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, that was wild. How dare you say, oh, girl. Like, come on. <laughs> You had that epic look on your face. Like, exactly. I can't believe yeah, it. I feel like you. It was. I ain't gonna try, show you how you feel, but. I just, but Brady Orton versus Bray Wyatt. It was just. I got to see all my yeah, superstars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And it was just yeah, phenomenal. Yeah. Seth Rollins yeah. came out there with the fire. It was just, the greatest yeah. pay per view because he experienced. Chris Jericho. Haters are going to hate, and like I said, that's, that's what I'm. That's what I'm going to hold it down. The fans up there want to be great. Chit 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 chit. I mean, yo, that's chit chit chit. Speaking of chit chit chit, you have motherfuckers yelling chit 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 chit. That might be something. You might be on some of the chit chit chit. I was in the room. My son going chit 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 chit. Hey, Sally Knight. I mean, uh, please, yo, we're not going to talk about L.A. Knight. This episode is dedicated to me. Can we not Ant. talk about L.A. Knight, please? L.A. Ant. I didn't know L.A. Ant, bro. <laughs> <laughs> L.A. Knight is trash, bro. 
say we're not doing that, yo. No, it's Ant Man 14. Don't disrespect me, bro. That's Ant Man 14. Don't disrespect me. Nah, because Lover Doctor, you know, like that ain't shit, nobody. You know what I'm saying? You're the LA Knight fan. I am. So you can if you want to be an LA Ant fan, then be my fan. I would love it. Wow. Despite the fact, say it again, brother. Despite the fact L-A-A. that I, I actually that. have been to a He's pay per view myself. Which one you been to? I went to Survivor Series 2006. Okay, that's when it was uh, Booker T. King Booker versus uh. Batista. It was um, Mr. Candy versus the Undertaker in the first blood match. Um, they had Team DX versus Team RKO. Oh, I know you was hype. It was like, bro, it was a dope pay per view. But that's not my favorite. My favorite pay-per-view is going to be Ground Zero in your house. Because that was the first ever pay-per-view I've ever ordered in life. Okay. Like, there's been so many pay-per-views I've seen, but when I actually... That was Shawn Michaels Undertaker, right? That was Shawn Michaels Undertaker. That was fire. When mom... when, When, first of all, you know what I mean, mom, miss you, love... I appreciate you because when she allowed me to, she when, when we were going through some transitions, and when I was going through this transition, you had that old epic, you pretty much can get whatever you want type deal. And I was like, hmm, Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels, first ever time, let me get that pay-per-view. And she said yes, and that was the first man. When Did I you take that, Jim? And I take it. That's why would he not at that point? No, because we, we was on that back in the day. But just the fact that you got to pick the remote up and you not doing something, because you know, back in the day when you got to order stuff, kids just didn't care and they just hit the. Confirm. Yeah, yeah, confirm. Yeah, but when I was actually legal with it, when I actually can hit confirm, when it was all good, and without you could said, "Yo, without yeah, it yeah, even stressful, like, right?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, boop, it was like, oh, I was so hyped. I was like, "Yo, it's golden." I mean, the pay per view was pretty decent because it was the first ever triple threat match between Farouk, Savio Vega, and Crush. I was always on Savio Vega. Yeah, like it because they were the, they were the original nation of domination. And they actually split up, so like that triple threat match was uh, pretty. It was decent. It wasn't because I've watched it again, and it was pretty sad when you actually watch it back. You uh, to, you're just supposed to live in that moment when you first watched it. It's the last time you're supposed to live in that. Yeah, moment. there was you a bag. You'd be like, damn, that shit was the mass. the the, uh, the Max Mini match versus El Toro. What was the minis? The midgets, yeah, yeah, the midgets. Well, the small people. Sorry. Yeah, the small people, people. Yeah, the small people. Yeah, the small people. They were called that back in the day, so we're going with Mango back in the day. People. So don't 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 take it into context. <laughs> then it was then it was also the uh the big uh fatal four way tag team match because Stone Cold with his broken neck he had to give up the belt. Yeah. And that's when he stunned JR, which was per- yo. Now when I see him st- stun JR, 
it offended me. Uh, I was like, why? He ain't no wrestler. He didn't do nothing. And he actually cares. He talked about how much he cared about him the whole time. And just to get us always has to go back. I, just to we get care about you. The fans want to see you. And he was like, well, let me tell you about it. <laughs> and then he was like, bro, I can see if he was talking trash. He was talking about he care about yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Right? I was like, I don't like that. I don't like that, Steve. Yo, for no reason. For no reason. <laughs> I like that. And then, and then there was the good old Patriot versus Bret Hart for the WWE. I actually believe in my heart. Me and my brother believed in our heart that the Patriot was going to beat Bret Hart. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, yeah, so my question, my question, on everything. Uh, so was y'all hate on him back then too? Hell yeah! What are you talking about he was never yo. I well, we never, never liked Bret Hart. He never been kinfolk. Hell no! He never been no kinfolk. Never. Y'all really thought Patriot was gonna beat Bret Hart? Hell yes! yes. <laughs> yo, they built no. him up. No. They no. built him yeah. up to beat Bret Hart. Dog, yo. Bret Hart the programs were like, yo. Bret Hart is trash. He was supposed to win this belt. You don't like Bret Hart. I'm calling him trash, bro. He's trash. He's trash. You know what? Trust you know what? Man. I know who I do like. I like HBK. I know that he's the one that beat him. That's so what I'm talking about. Danger versus Bret Hart. Man, yeah. he should have beat him. He should have beat him. Gonna beat him. They cheated. And then when... Y'all really thought they were going to give the Patriot the WWF title. Yo, that's that man Brad Hart said the loss. They had so much heat. You know what? This, 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 this needs to be said, Joe. This needs to be said ASAP. Bret Hart was getting help like Roman Reigns gets help. And that's all I'm going to say. That freaking Hart Foundation, they cheated for that man. And, and he was trash. So, turn out. Get him. So, you just said, just like Roman Reigns, you like Roman Reigns, right? No. I said he got help from Roman Reigns. <laughs> you like Roman Reigns, right? So, what are you talking about? I don't like Bret Hart. Okay, you see, you're being biased, though. Because I'm, I'm Roman Reigns gets help every fucking time. Shawn Michaels got help every fucking no, time. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. No, we don't do that. 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 We're not doing 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 that. We're you know what's your pay per view? Yeah, man, I'm done with my pay per view, man. Ground Zero is after uh, your house. My favorite pay per view, I I love Shawn Michaels and um, DX, so I don't get it twisted. I'm still a Brett guy, but uh, and since we're talking about Ground Zero, my favorite pay per view was the last in your house Ground Zero Degeneration X in your house. They didn't do no more after that. Um, it was, um, to me, just all the fights, Stone Cold versus The Rock for the Intercontinental title. That was pretty much the start of their historic that feud. Match that match was crazy. They, match all, they, on, they, they on a pickup truck. They was going at it, bro. Um, and that's when I really started, The Rock really started growing grow on me as like, yeah, he's, he's the future. Um, uh, Sergeant Slaughter came out of retirement, fought Triple H <laughs> in the um, strap match. That was a good fight. Um, yeah, um, yeah. And of course, Ken Shamrock, Shawn Michaels. Shamrock won that fight by disqualification. But um, Shawn Michaels, well, he, he didn't win. But Shawn Michaels was able to bring the belt home. But to me personally, that was a pay per view. Again, just like how you ordered it. Uh, me and my dad, we woke up. Because I was in Japan. I don't know what time. Y'all watch our pay per views? But well, our pay-per-views came on in the morning. 
It was damn. Cold. Yeah, it came on at ten. Hell yeah. no. Nah. Oh, Ours come on at eight. Nah, bro. It, every morning it um, so from um, Survivor Series, the Groundhouse, WrestleMania is always came on at ten in the morning. Cause we stayed we stayed in Japan for like six years. But that was one of the pay per views that stood out to me. Um, I loved how just how they had the arena with the DX logo. It was fire, though. I loved how Shawn Michaels came out with the DX trunks. Never before had that. So um, yeah, that was probably my favorite. Um, Pay-per-view-with-Shawn-Michaels-In-Your-House-Degeneration-X. The disrespect. Yeah, they disrespected, bro. But that was one of my favorite pay per views coming up. Was um, it was another match. Oh. Jeff Jarrett, that, Undertaker. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Jeff Jarrett and Undertaker. I think. I mean, that wasn't Ground Zero. That was. I was thinking when Goldust lost my lead to Brian Pillman. That was Ground Zero. That was Ground Zero. That yeah. was SummerSlam. Okay, nah, yes, okay. That was okay. Because you I remember that story. Goldust beat Brian Pillman at SummerSlam. That's okay. He had to wear the dress. Yes. He had to wear the dress. Wear the dress. So then he won the rematch. So then they had a rematch at Ground Zero, and and Marlene uh, had the brick in her purse. Yeah, trying to give it. Yes. Yeah. Because I could never. Cause I was mad at when that happened. I ain't gonna hold you, yo. Because. I still never understood the combination between Marlene and Goldust. I just couldn't. And I thought Marlene was just on some different type time. And then when Brian Pillman made her turn golf, yo, I was disgusted, yo. Because some people would do the little golf look. Marlena was out there with the gold dresses and just looking good. And then when she made her put that mascara and, like, the leather and stuff on, she I was remember they made sure uh, Brian Pillman what he was doing. No. I loved it. I hated it. I hated it. I That way he was... Uh, yeah, and all. Yeah. I was like, okay, Marlene, I'll see you, girl. Nah, nah. You got a favorite paper? Because I was, I would mix up the paper views. I, I was talking about, I was talking about the SummerSlam one, and then Ground Zero was right after the SummerSlam. So yeah, I, I wasn't a fan. I get it. I, I, I like Marlene. I like her with her little cigar, and she's come out here to the And when Brian Pillman got a hold of her. It destroyed my heart. He turned her out. No, exactly. he, she, she just, just, she just looked. She just looked a mess. If anything, for the fact that. For what you asked me, the, if anything, the one pay per view that I remember definitively. I forget which year Money in the Bank it was, but I know it was when Randy won as Mr. Money in the Bank. And I only remember that pay-per-view specifically because you and I went to Buffalo Wild Wings and we watched that fight. You're right. That, oh, wow. that, uh, wow. Yes. Yeah, they, yeah, so that's the reason why sometimes we'll yeah. go to Buffalo Wild Wings because they'll show all different that's types the, of fights. I, I remember that, that pay-per-view yeah, specifically because we came there at the start of the event. And we watched the whole way through. And my mom was trying to get on me that night, like, why are you getting home so late? I was like, we went to go watch a match. Why did you watch it here? It's a pay-per-view, and I wasn't having you pay that. Because my dad was on that bill. Yeah, they were not dropping $70 on a pay-per-view. But yeah, we definitely went to Buffalo Wild Wings. I remember that. Oh, man. I did not know that Buffalo Wild Wings did that. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's why a lot of people, when those are happening for all the different fight nights, they'll go to Buffalo Wild Wings. Because why? You can eat, some of them, you have drinks, and you watch all the different fights at the same time. 
pretty much. Yeah, man. Shout out to the Buffalo Wild Wings when they used to be epic. I, I know, they don't doing that shit no more. Alright, man, well. On that note, uh, we have reached our segment, which everybody loves. Yeah, man. Memory Lane. First thing before we get into that, everyone, please in the comments, let us know who was your favorite WCW superstar and what is your favorite all-time pay-per-view. We would love to hear them and maybe talk about them next episode. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, uh, so I would love for the the announcer to go ahead and start off with his memory lane first. Okay. So my memory lane. Um... I can speak to this. So when I was younger, because you know the family we're in, there was one game that uh, Keenan had taught myself and my cousins how to play when we had the PS2, and it was 2007's Monday Night Raw versus SmackDown. I remember playing that game. And I remember getting whooped because <laughs> because back then I wasn't the best gamer and I understood the controls, but because it was him and uh, Dirty Brown, um, I didn't do the best. But I do remember playing that one fondly, so much so that years later when we had uh, WWE 2K13 on the Xbox, we had played a match and I beat him. And I was so yeah, happy because I beat him and because he used Triple H and I was using, I want to say I either used CM Punk or I used John Cena. It was one of the two, but I remember winning that match and he was hot. Cena. Cena. That's why. It was Cena. I remember. It was Cena. And that was SmackDown, right? No, 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 no. So he taught us on Raw versus SmackDown. But 2K13 was when I beat him, like, officially. Oh, my God. He's just fucking 20 on 10 on how he beat me. He just beat me. He just beat me. One, two, three. Hey, if you lost, you lost, man. That's fine. I want to talk, like, I remember the SmackDown game, my, um, my cousin came over, he brought it, he thought he was hot shit. Um, so he came over to play with us. You know, I had brought Lesnar. I kept F5 in him off the hell in the cell. He would come away from up the hell in the cell. I have, I have my, my finishers lined up. So every time he came up there, I was boom, the F5 him off the cage. And he got so mad, he was like, yo, stop doing that shit, bro. He got, I, I just kept doing it, doing it. And so I just, he was completely like all conscious. I kept on F5 in him. He gets, he gets mad and takes the whole game with him home and shit. So I'm like, yo. We used to get down on that WrestleMania 2000, and um, we used to create our characters. We had our move lists and stuff, and there was this one particular fighter I had, and I was saying I named him Nightwing, and he was just a problem. He was he was he was dominant. You named him that? Did you spell it with the K or with the N? With the N. 
So in WrestleMania, well, first of all, in WrestleMania, clearly you named him after the DC character. We're not even going to slide that. We didn't do that. You know, no, he actually named him. That's that's what he named him. Yeah, we came up with our own name. We didn't change our we had our own outfits. It was it was always us. I hated how my brother wrestled in these games because in these games, all he had to do was certain moves to the person's body. As far as like, if you're going towards the back, if you're towards the legs, or you mess up the arms, whatever. And then when the finish move came on, and you did the finish move, yeah, it was, it was going to be... It's because your body had fatigue period. at that point. Yeah, and that, and like his characters will always be based off of whatever his finishing move is. I'm a he's built, he's He builds his moves. He does. He builds all the moves based off of his finishing move. That's trash. Like, that's trash. No. No, I have to claim that. I'm definitely a move stacker. I stacker him, Joey. Break my fucking... You know, Look, if, 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 my, if my special hurts your back, you get hit the suplex. You get hit with this. You get hit yep. with this. And if I do the special, you're back to strong. Yes, sir. So what I loved about the uh, WrestleMania 2000 is the fact when you had to create your own belts, and not only that you got to create your own belts, but it had history behind it. Like, yeah, there's, yo, that's the one thing that I hate—the fact that none of the uh, none of the, the new games have it. None of the new games have it because that. Hit, like that was so dope. Where we got to see when a cat got the belt on October 12, 2000, whatever. Yeah. And then like we played because we played that game so long. So you got to actually legit see how many times uh, Nightwing lost the belt. You got to see how many times Game Boy won. It kept records of everything, and that's what made that game like. I'm sorry, like Revenge was dope, uh, uh, No Mercy was fire, but WrestleMania 2000 will always be my favorite wrestling game out of all the games. Just we because don't have shit that game, hell, it's crazy how like, you know, games on now, Never. and you might play for a little bit, you might be like, yo, I'm getting tired of this game, you might go to another one. Attitude was similar to that, you could create your own pay-per-views, you could create your own arena, you could create, um, your, I, I, could, I believe it was a belt too. If I'm not mistaken. The entrance. Entrance. Well, the entrance, yeah, yeah. Because he had an entrance where his dude was like, X-Pac would be like, Thanks so But then, like, Undertaker's little torches used to come up yeah, and just light up. Yeah. And he had the torches, but it would have the X-Pac music. I had, I had Chris Jericho's entrance with his one song. It was like, Hustle Me, so I'm like, yeah, man. I got my eye on you. Oh, <laughs> Entrance was Batista's thing where he goes like this, but the song I used was uh, RVD's One of a Kind. That is the song I think of when I think of wrestling. What's your memory lane, Um, You know, I want to talk about uh, when I went to WWE Extreme Rules uh, a few years back. I just want to talk about this one because. 
I never thought that I would ever see a wrestling event live where you actually got to see the wrestlers outside of the arena. And it was against Braun Strowman and Bobby Lashley. And it was crazy, ladies and gentlemen. It was a anywhere in the arena match in my section. They started fighting. They started walking up towards the crowd. And I was just like, they're walking kind of close to me. Okay. So I had seen them just like walk up a little bit more. And I was like, they're too close. So I looked to the left and looked to the right. And I was like, let me just get up out this seat and let me see what's going to happen. So I started like walking out the little tunnel. had a little dog going at first. And I was like, let me just chill. Let me just chill. Before you know it, ladies and gentlemen, I had the zombie apocalypse behind me. Everybody was running. And I was scared. And I was like, oh my God. Then I started running. You know what I'm saying? I was right there. And then on the outside, in the pay-per-view live, I got to witness Bobby Lashley and Braun Strowman beating each other up, and I was right there. I never, yes, and I never thought I would see that ever in my life. Not only I'm in a live WWE event, not only I'm in the pay-per-view, but then they're fighting on the outside, and I'm right next to it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I never felt so tiny in my life. Because Braun Strowman and Bobby Lashley are humongous individuals, bro, and I was like, I'm small. But like, it was just too big, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that out of the video you said I was cracking up, but all you hear in the background is you going, Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! And I was cracking up, no. God, I'm so happy oh my god. I was be there! No, 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 You be watching a wrestling pay per view, and then there's people they fight on the outside. And there's people just there, like why can't I be there? Oh, so from my memory lane, <laughs> I'm one. You know, since we're talking about like meeting wrestlers and stuff, I will never forget the first time I went into the Dover Mall and seen Virgil. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what? You've never seen Virgil in the mall? Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so big game, right? So, and I, I'm like, I'm like, oh, oh, it, this is a good story, actually. So the first time, well, I'm walking in the mall, and I'll never forget, because it's around, it's around the old, it's basically around the center where Santa Claus is normally at. Yeah. Around the old Navy area. And I'm walking by. And all of a sudden, I see the million dollar championship on the table. I see this motherfucker with a VHS video popping off right now because apparently that's, he rolls with that little TV where he made sure you see his matches against the million dollar man. He got the belts over the beat. And then he got all his little pictures. And I seen Virgil there. And I was just like, oh my God. That's Virgil. We're talking about NWO. We're talking about Vincent. Yeah, we're talking about right. Vincent and we part of NWO. He was Virgil. He was a million dollars man. Spunky. Oh my God! It's Virgil. I want to say like two years later, I see Virgil again in the Dover Mall. Now it looks a little sadder because it's like, okay, bro, like. <laughs> 
and, and the Dover Mall at this point ain't like the Dover Mall like it used to be. This ain't like Jolly Time ain't popping off no more. You know what I mean? It ain't, it ain't jumping like it used to be. They had McDonald's in the mall. Like McDonald's, right? Yeah, McDonald's, McDonald's is still there. McDonald's the still there. I want to say, uh, no bullshit. A year later, a year later, Virgil was there at the mall again. And then that's when I come to realize that first moment was like the only epic moment of my life because now so you're like, all right, he's like, right, like, what are you doing? Like, no, what are you doing here? Like, no, like that's why, like, it's bad because when you watch, when you listen to people with podcasts. They make fun of Virgil because, like, that's all he does is go to Ranky Dink and the whole in the wall type drums with his t- with his TV with his million dollar belt and his little uh little uh photo picture. Yeah, Virgil. Yeah. Oh, Virgil was like so disrespectful. Like, I felt like he was like literally a slave. Like yeah. it was so bad. Like, I couldn't watch him, bro. I just felt like that. He was. Changing the Austin disrespected this man, bro. He made him take off his boots and stuff. Like, I couldn't he do it, bro. Slave treatment. Yo, I could not do it with him, bro. And I was just like, it, it, it gotta be better than this. But he was the same. Hey, yo, yo, he was still the same house cat when he went to in the NWO. Yeah, as least, Yo, he was just next to like Hogan and them. It's like when, when they would like come in there, they would always try to like fight people. They would always let him get beat up first. <laughs> he would always get like thrashed, yo. Stick uh, up to him with the bat, bro. <laughs> he always be the first person to get hit with the bat. Verb. Yo. AKA Vincent. Damn, Verge. Yeah, man. No, I don't know. He's been here. No, no, no. 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 You got a little cardboard camera, yo. You got a little cardboard camera. You got to take it to Walmart and get the mellow. You know what I'm talking about? No, no, no. No, no. You need to have a little cardboard camera. I like it on Virgil at the mall, right? Yeah, man. Virgil used to be at the mall. I don't know where he's from. I don't know. I don't know. Was it like table four? Hell no. Yo, Virgil was Virgil is always bro. so, like, that's the thing where they made fun of him. He goes to, like, Comic-Cons all the time. And he'd be the only, like, the table that nobody goes to. <laughs> yeah, son. Yo, they just respect the Virgil. Like, so Virgil, I ever see you. I'm taking a picture, bro. I got to because. I just want to ask him if it was worth it, bro. Yeah, like, yeah, he yeah. really got played. Virgil autograph signing. Uh, oh, damn. Oh, my God. It's gonna show a long line and it's gonna be next to his table. It's not even gonna be his table. Yo, why did Virgil get disrespected, yo? Because he was, man. Yo, Virgil got while, feel like while, a while slave, I'm up a picture of Virgil, Mike, what's your memory? Um, yo, why are you a slave? I remember Lane since we, you know, um, <laughs> coming off, you know, my boxing event, my boxing Virgil. match. Um, yeah. Y'all remember 1998, the Brawl, Brawl for All? The boxing. Yeah, yeah. They had the boxing, so pretty much those that are familiar, the Buffalo started because, um, you know, the roster, the WWF roster at the time was completely full, and it was hard to get everybody on the show. 
So Bradshaw was in the background one day, pop popping this, you know, talking this trash, talking this noise, talking like how he really feels like he can physically beat up everybody in the backstage. Like he got hands. So um, Vince Russo came up with this idea. He's like, fuck it, we're gonna have a boxing match. Girl for all, everybody gonna be. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we love that people. We looking at this Virgil sign and he here Dolo, bro. Hold on, hold on. Why he look like that, bro? Look at this shit. Yo, bro, these pictures are crazy, bro. Yo, why do it, yo? Virgil look Oh, I'm sorry, Virgil, man. Virgil look like Bubba Gump, bro. Yo. Yo, I... Oh, the million dollar belt. I told you. He always, he, he stayed, because that's the only thing that, it, if you look at that, you're going to pick up and recognize who he is. It's about that belt. Damn, Virgil. Don't worry, you'll be able to see it in post. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, man, he was a slave attending yeah. the RC club. Yeah, man. Damn. My bad, my but bad. But nah, that, that, that's wild. But anyways, the ball for all boxing, um, it was created by um, Vendress, so pretty much. Um, allowing the fighters who weren't getting a lot of airtime to box it out, you know what I mean? The rules were you could you could win by submission, but mainly they had the gloves and it was throwing hands. And so they threw a tournament, and the winner wins fifty thousand dollars. A lot of wrestlers got hurt. I remember seeing Hardcore Holly get packed up. Um, Bart Gunn, no, Steve Blackman lost too. He didn't get beat up as bad, but Bart Gunn ended up winning the whole thing. He won the fifty thousand. Doctor Death tore his ACL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, people really got hurt in this shit, so that's why they kind of stopped doing it. But this was the most disrespectful shit I've ever seen in my life. So, oh. Bart Gunn won the $50,000, right? Won the tournament. Vince McMahon and the Patches brought that idea, like, hey, congratulations, here's your money. But guess what? You get to fight a real fighter at WrestleMania, Butterbean. They put this poor man in the ring with Butterbean, and Butterbean knocks bro's head off, bro. Oh. Almost killed this dude. It's just like, bro, why Why couldn't they just let him win the $50,000 and go about his business? You gonna put him in the ring with a real live <laughs> pro boxer who really does this for a living. Heavy-handed. Like, Heavy-handed. Heavy and he almost, when he hit this dude, bro, he almost killed bro, man, for real. Bad. He knocked his head off. It was bad how Butterbean did him. And I was just wondering, like, was it worth it? Was that fifty thousand dollars worth it? Getting your head knocked off by a um, butterbean like that at WrestleMania. I'm saying, yeah, that's my memory lane, man. That that was a time again. I already liked boxing, so I thought it was pretty cool watching wrestlers box. They were, they were trash, but it was fun. It was fun watching. But come to find out, that all started from Bradshaw. You know what I mean? Because Bradshaw really liked the fight backstage, and he really thought he could kick everybody's ass. And, which he was proven wrong by Bart. But, um, yeah, so that's my memory lane of the boxing. Y'all remember watching that? So on Vice TV, they have this thing called Dark Side of the Ring where they actually do an episode of The Brawl for All. Oh, okay, okay. You, ne you need to check that out. It's, it's, it's actually pretty funny because it goes into details where Bart Gunn, he's a... Uh, <laughs> Just watch it. I ain't gonna ruin it. I, I, need I, need to watch, ruin it. I need to watch that because I watched like the very first. I think the last time I watched was against was with Owen Hart. That's the last Dark time I watched. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I know it was Owen Hart, and then it was the 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 the, 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 the jet, jet, jet plane. Yeah. 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 That's the only one I watched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. Yeah, that was good. But yeah, they have one for Brawl for All. Bar guns on there. Oh yeah. Bar guns on there. So yeah, it's it's pretty. It's pretty. 
It's pretty good. Do they speak on the butter bean and all that? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. We're going to check yeah. Oh, yeah. Bro, Yo, he butter bean he bring, dirty. He brings bro. that up where basically, you. the funny thing is because how you're saying, I thought you uh, it's just brawl for all uh, Dark Side of the Ring. Okay. Um, I I thought you actually watched it because basically it was a reward punishment. Exactly. That's what it was. I'm a kid. And that's what he said. That he says that in the episode. Wow, I didn't know y'all. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, bro, it's like a reward I'm, punishment. I'm a, a Eleven year old kid. Yeah. <laughs> bro, just want the money. Why you yeah. gotta go and fight this man? And and the crazy part is like the sad the sad thing is that. Bart Gunn never had a singles WrestleMania. No. Every time he ever went to WrestleMania was when he was a smoking gun. Bart Gunn. Billy, Billy, Billy Gunn. Yeah, Billy Gunn. So the fact that that was his one and only WrestleMania <laughs> moment, that's fucked up. Hey, bro. Yo, like, you get your head like just bashed in. Yeah, yeah. And then, yo, he did him. Yo, I, again, as a kid, I'm thinking, yo, he did bro dirty. Yeah. And it was bad. It was bad. That was a brutal knockout, bro. Yeah, that, that check that dark side of the ring. Oh, I gotta check that out. Check that dark side of the ring. Shit, 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 shit. What's up, Total Package? What, what, what's your memory lane, man? I went first, remember? You went. Oh, my bad, man. Yeah. I, I just, I just, uh, yeah, well, my bad. Well, ladies and gentlemen, since <laughs> I just cut the man off and everybody just hit me with the fugazi, <laughs> we're gonna sit up there and say thank you once again for riding with us. Shit, 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 shit. Episode, we, we did our thing. We hope that y'all enjoyed this content that we keep on pushing out, throwing to y'all. We got some other content that's actually coming yeah, out. More, more, more this and that episodes that yeah, yeah, we yeah, want y'all feedback on how this and that when we actually put more of them things out there. I gained a new fan today. Yeah, I'm really hyped. Yeah, man, we, we, we got man, really hyped. Who's near like this? Keenan. Oh my god. All right. <laughs> He gave, he gave me a new L.A. Ant, you know what I'm saying? Oh, Keenan, he, he became, I, I became this fan, man. I'm just so you're hyped. You're fucking clapping? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know hey, what I'm saying? Thank you guys for the love and support. <laughs> the, all all the, the messages, the words I was getting from my fight. Again, thank you for my team for showing up for me. Um, I will be back. Um, I don't know when yet, but I will... We'll keep you guys um, updated, but yeah, I just want to uh, just thank everybody for the love and the support. It means a lot, and thank you for following the podcast, man. And thank you for the new followers. We see y'all, and yes. we appreciate it. With the new subscribers, we're almost at ninety. I don't know if y'all peaked that or not. So by the next time we shoot, this hopefully we at a hundred. But um, yeah, just keep on um, tuning in, brothers. We we, we in there. Uh huh. You did. And don't forget, next episode is supposed to be our holiday special, since we're going to be tying in Thanksgiving. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're going to talk about what we going to eat, you know what I'm saying? Pass the peas like we used to do. Pass the peas like that. Pass the peas. Pass me. Pass me. Anything else, brother? No, I'm all good, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to everybody who wrestles with the beat, you know what I'm saying? We over here doing it for the fans that want to be paid. Not just always shout out to the fans out there, you know what I'm saying? We'll definitely make sure we keep you on form when it comes to Mike's next fight. We'll keep you on form when it comes to the Kamari's next episode or debut episode when it comes to this podcast. Uh, 
I might have something in the works. I doubt it. <laughs> but I'm on Chinese special. I won't take going on. I'm good fuck, bro. Motherfuckers talking crazy. They're talking reckless to me. So I might have a new podcast coming out. Sooner later. But anyway, it's all love. We appreciate y'all. We want to thank y'all for rocking out with us. And as always, we have two words for you. See ya. Cheers. Yes, sir. Peace out.